0: hello and welcome to another thrilling episode of take a shower show up on time and don't steal anything uh, you know what I was thinking I'm like on episode 40 but I'm gonna do something just different and weird to start things off we're gonna do we're gonna do season 2 episode 1 so this is not episode 41 this is season 2 episode one because I don't know just to be different and change it up a little bit I don't know maybe make it a little less confusing so season 2 episode 1. Here we go. Are all of my seasons going to be forty episodes long? Uh, no, they will not. I think they'll probably be. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't. I haven't thought about that one. But here we go with season two, episode one. So randomly, right off the top, um, I was just texting Stevo from our show. And we text throughout the day. We really do love each other, Steve, myself, Fallon, and we really do have a lot of respect for each other, even though sometimes we fight on the air and off the air and argue and bicker and give each other, oh my God, we are so cruel and mean to each other. I mean, I'll tell Steve that his son is Lee Harvey Oswald Jr. And he'll, you know, Fallon will talk about how Chase is, my son is so hot, and we'll make the meanest jokes to each other, but we really do love each other, and we Text kind of throughout the day and send each other funny videos or make funny remarks. I mean, they were making fun of me yesterday because on my day off, I went to the wedding fair all day and then I hosted a St. Jude um, event last night. So I really didn't have a day off yesterday. So they kept texting me throughout the day saying, Hey, I'm just sitting around taking a nap, watching TV. I'm going to eat. And what are you doing, Dave? Because they knew that I was working all day. Hey, listen, it was easy work to do, and really an honor to do the St. Jude thing, but so my point is, Steve was texting a little while ago, and I was texting him back, and I said, I asked him a question. He said, give me a minute. He says, uh, my son Isaac is being a fucking psycho, is what he said, and I don't think that he would mind if I told you that, because I think that our kids can be fucking psychos sometimes. It's like, whoa, whoa, I'll be honest with you, my kids, they're better than the average kid. Aren't all of our kids better than the average kid? Anyway, um, Steve told me, he said, I had to wash his mouth out with soap. And I said, really, do you want to talk about that on the radio? And he said, yeah, I don't mind talking about it on the radio at all. He says he just wants to make sure he does it when Isaac is not listening. Isaac is six, by the way. And I thought, that's really interesting. Because I've never had to wash my kids' mouth out with soap. My kids just don't swear. They just didn't ever swear. They do now that they're older, except for Carson. And I don't know why that is, because we swear around the house, but they just somehow knew that that wouldn't work around our house. Carson says, holy crap, or that sucks, but he does not swear. If I were to hear Carson drop the F-bomb, I would be shocked. Um, When I hear Chase or Beth, my older kids do it, I am a little bit shocked, but so washing your kid's mouth out with soap, let's back up to that for a second. Good idea, bad idea. I'm sure there's some like parenting books that say it's a great idea, and I'm sure there are parenting books that say that borders on child abuse. How dare you do something to a kid that would frighten them? Um, I don't know. I guess it's called consequences, but I don't know. Steve and Christy do a lot right, but that's really interesting. I don't know. I'm not here to analyze any parenting skills, um, but I I will say this. I talked to somebody yesterday. Um, I was at the wedding fair and sitting backstage between shows, and I was talking to somebody who used to work at our radio station years ago. She started in 2001, and now she's probably, I think she said she's 36. She's six months pregnant. I said, here's what I know about being a parent. I said, uh, number one, don't let your kids sleep in your bed. Don't give into it. That's actually in my book. Number two, um, don't make the mistake of telling your kids you do that one more time. You're going to bed. I mean it. You're going to bed. Okay, that's it. All right, you're going to bed, and then never putting them in bed because what they'll learn is that you never follow through on your on your threats. And, and then I tell the I told her this story, which I've told you probably before too. The trouble they get into when they're five is adorable. The trouble they get into when they're ten is not so adorable. And the trouble they get into when they're 15 is either dangerous or illegal or both. So make them fear you so they don't get into trouble at 5 or even before that so they know there are consequences. Because guess what? Kids, some they just don't intuitively know sometimes right from wrong. So... Anyway, enough on that. Um, so what else were we going to talk about? There's a couple of other little things. Uh, thanks for the comments. Thanks for the emails. I always appreciate that one. Um, let me pull out my notes here that I've got. Where are everybody's notes on their iPhone? Um, let's see. Here we go. The best part of the show was when Dave was looking up his notes. Okay. So here's an interesting thought. I'm at the airport in Denver. Um or maybe it was Fort Myers. I guess it was Fort Myers over Christmas. And, uh, you know, here's what happens in the bathroom. I don't know what it's like in the women's room, but I'm going to guess it's the same as the guy's room. You come out of the stall, you walk over, and you wash your hands. Most of the time, you do it even if nobody else is there, because you know what? maybe it's a good idea to always wash your hands just because you've been touching other stuff and dirty things and you know what wash your hands so you don't spread colds and things like that but a lot of the time would you be honest and would you admit that if there's nobody else in the bathroom you just walk out and don't wash your hands well what about at home i mean at home when you pee you probably don't walk out and wash your hands maybe sometimes you do definitely if you do number 2 you always wash your hands because you disgusting pig if you don't then then that's awful so I started to think a little philosophy. Okay, so we're done peeing. We really haven't gotten anything on our hands that's dirty or disgusting or spreading disease. Probably the dirtiest thing in the bathroom is not ourselves. It's the dirty towel dispenser, the knobs on the sink, if there are knobs on the sink. So you think about, well, wait a second. If I wash my hands... Then I have to use several resources. Number one, water. Number two, the heat, the energy that heats up the water. Number three, the towels, the paper towels. Or if there are no paper towels, I use the energy to power the hand dryer. So if in big picture, I know this sounds a little bit weird, but I got into discussion about this with my nephew. Um, Is it a better idea to just not wash your hands? After UP, because if you didn't really get your hands dirty, but you're going to use up three resources water, energy, and wood what in the big picture is the better decision to do? I wish you were here. I would love to talk to you about that. It's just one of those dumb debates. And I asked my nephew about it because he's actually has a master's degree in philosophy and he's so bright, and he's so funny, and um, I don't know if he listens to the podcast or not, but Corey, if you are listening, shout out to you, and they're about to have a baby. Corey, listen to these parenting tips. I'm not kidding you. Um, So, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. Which is the better decision, given the fact that you're either going to spread disease, which you might not be doing, or using resources? Like I said, we should go down to Caribou. Everybody listen to the podcast, we'll all just meet down at Caribou in a half an hour, and we'll all discuss this. That would be fun. Uh, all right, so the book is called Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. So that's kind of the basis for the podcast. So every week during the podcast, I try to read at least one chapter. Last week, I talked about chapters that I would take back. And I had some good comments on that one from people who said, hey, you know what, that's interesting and admirable that you go back and sometimes rethink things. I think that we all do that, and we all, you know, thank God we've rethought everything from, I don't know, segregation to women's rights to uh, unprotected sex. We've all thought, rethought a lot of things. So you know what? It's okay to once, and people are very stubborn about this because they don't want to admit that they were once wrong, but I don't know. I don't have a problem with it. I think we're all wrong sometimes. We just need to change our perspective um, and and try to see it another way. So Check this out. Chapter number two is called Overdressed is Always Better Than Underdressed. Here we go. It was time to attend one of my first office Christmas parties, so I put on a new sweater and a nice pair of pants. And when I walked in, I saw all the other guys in suits and ties. I knew I'd blown it. My date and I both felt pretty stupid the whole night, even though no one said anything. Fast forward to last summer's grand opening of a rooftop restaurant in downtown Minneapolis. Me? I'm not in my early 20s anymore. I'm decked out in old Navy cargo shorts and a polo shirt. This time, someone did say something. My boss spotted me. Walked up, gave me a warm handshake, and said with clenched teeth and a smile, you're underdressed. Yep, he said you're underdressed. Guess what I learned? It's always better to be overdressed than underdressed. Imagine you're in the caribou coffee, and somebody walks in dressed like they just Stepped off a modeling runway in New York. Do you snicker and say, look at that overdressed idiot? No, chances are you figure out they're either very important or just plain fashionable. Uh, Wear cargo shorts to a nice restaurant and people will notice just not in a good way. Stories are absolutely true and that is kind of a classic one that I've learned the hard way just like the title says and other shit I learned the hard way. I did. I learned that when I was 23 years old. My girlfriend and I, we lived in Ohio. We went to the Christmas party and it was glittering, glitzy, it was beautiful. And I was wearing jeans and a nice sweater and I felt stupid. Um this was the grand opening of Crave, the rooftop downtown Minneapolis. I don't know, six or seven years ago, something like that. It's a beautiful summer's night, and I came up the stairs. You ever been down there? You come up the stairs of the elevator, and you walk out onto the deck, and there's everybody dressed in like you know casual business attire, and they just look great. And me, I literally was wearing like old navy cargo shorts and a polo shirt. And my boss, we used to call him Cartman, uh, the one we used to talk about. He talked like this, and he was always mad and cranky. Um, Dave Ryan, uh, God damn it, that guy. He comes up and he says you're underdressed. And I was, and I felt stupid. And you know that other people are looking and judging. So, all right. Um, so that is a that is chapter number two from my book. I am going to be honest with you. I don't have a whole lot else on this podcast. I'm going to throw in something that I heard uh, that I just thought was an interesting rumor. Not a, it is kind of a rumor, but it's kind of a real story, too. So there is a ride at Disney World that is the least popular ride. They're going to close it down. And it's called um, Stitch's Great Escape or Stitch's Escape. And I don't know if you've been on this ride before. I just think this is an interesting little like tidbit for the podcast. Uh, Stitch's Escape is basically you sit in a big, round... Theater in the round, and you watch kind of this, you know, Stitch from Lilo and Stitch, um, uh, you know, escape. And you sit there and it tickles your face and it blows air on you, and he burps in your face and it smells like, I think, onions or chili or something like that. And it's kind of funny, but it's mostly lame. So, what I found out about this ride was they only open this ride on very, very busy days, so it'll alleviate some of the crowding at Disney World in the Magic Kingdom. And we went on it a couple of weeks ago when we were down there. It's never been one of my favorites, but it's always been like, well, we, you know, the line for Stitch's escape is not that long. Let's go on that one. So they're going to close it. Disney has not acknowledged this, but they're going to close it. Um, but here's a little fun fact for you that ride actually used to be Mission to Mars back when a trip to Mars seemed unfathomable. And before that, back when I was a little kid in Disneyland, it was actually called Flight to the Moon. It was the same theater but back when it was flight to the moon and mission to mars it was you were in a giant space capsule and it was the seats would rumble and there was a lot of bays and things like that i don't know is this totally out of place on the podcast probably so but uh, i thought it was interesting Hey, listen, I would love to hear what you want to talk about on the podcast. If there's a chapter in the book that you really like, let me know. Send me an email to Ryan at kdwb.com. Thanks to everybody who got the book for Christmas. I got a lot of cool tweets from people who are holding up the book. There was a woman who had read some of the book to her kids and her kids looked like they were eight and 10 years old. And I tweeted her back and said, hey, make sure you pre-read some of the chapters because some are more adult oriented. And she said, oh yeah, I'm definitely pre-reading them. So if you got the book, I hope you enjoy it. If you've got a chapter that you really enjoy, you really got something out of, then let me know. Um, you can also download the book on Kindle. Uh, the book is called, of course, Take a Shower. Show up on time and don't steal anything. This is Season 2, Episode 1. And thanks for listening. We'll see you next week on Take a Shower. Show up on time and don't steal anything. Thanks for listening.